And with that hammy call, it is time for another episode of a Swing and a Try podcast, part of the Press Play Podcast Network. I am your host, Mike Voorhees, and alongside me, well, not alongside me, but uh, via the phone, my co-host, Brent Spillin. B. Spills, man, welcome to Trade Deadline Day. Oh, dude, yes. It's emergency pod. It's exciting. It's our first one this season. The Indians are making headlines everywhere across baseball. They made a major trade. I'm pretty sure everyone's probably heard of it by now because it happened last night. Well, yeah, I woke up, I woke up to it this morning. So I, I guess good things happen when I sleep. Woke up so, to it. <laughs> I woke up to it this morning. You didn't catch uh, it live, or you didn't it didn't hit your phone, or you were sleeping. I went to bed with a massive headache last night and woke up to 67 text messages on my phone. Half of them were probably from me. Yes, you and Russell and, and some other folks too. But yeah, dude, it, it, it knocked me. I couldn't believe it. I was, I was shell-shocked. Awesome, man. So let's just get right into this, man. Let's just talk about this trade. Yeah, absolutely. So the big trade that went down last night was Trevor Bauer, which we all expected. We all were thinking he was going to go. He actually did go to the Cincinnati Reds as part of this three-team deal. So the Tribe acquired outfielder Yasiel Puig and left-handed pitcher Scott Moss from the Reds. We also got outfielder Franmil Reyes, left-handed pitcher Logan Allen, and an infielder Victor Nova from the San Diego Padres. And Taylor Trammell, the Reds' number one prospect, uh, I think he's a top 30 prospect as well overall. He went to San Diego. I mean, my goodness, dude, all those players, did I, Did you expect that? This is such a lopsided trade with, with the Indians getting a massive, massive haul. Like when I heard that Yasiel Puig was available, I said the Indians should get him. He's a right-handed bat. He, he's got a cannon for an arm. Yes, he's, he's a little quirky and, and does some weird things, but – he would fit into this lineup so well. And then you throw Fran Mill Reyes in the deal. He's, he's listed at 6'5", 275. Guy could play defensive end, linebacker, tight end in football. But this guy, all he does is mash baseballs in San Diego in that park, which is very difficult to hit in. And you bring him to Cleveland, like, this is insane. Plus, you, you bring in Allen, who – who's been in the majors as a pitcher and he can give us some depth and even Ross, another pitcher, more depth. And then Nova, they're pretty high on as well. Like what a haul for Trevor Bauer. Like this is crazy. Oh man, it sure is. I mean, thinking like all these trades that are going by the last couple of days, there hasn't been too many major ones. And you're like, Oh, that didn't look like a good deal. That didn't look like a good deal. The Indians are like, Oh man, we got Puig. That's pretty cool. And Reyes, we're like, done. I'm sold. And then all of a sudden, all these other players kept trickling in that we got. I'm like, what? Yeah. I was like, the front office does it again. Like, all they do is win trades. Like, I was listening to Sports Talk Radio. I've had my phone on all day. I love trade deadline day. I know that deals happen up to the, up to the minute, and then they start trickling in, you know, even after 4 o'clock. And it's really cool to, to, to see all the guys that are traded and where they're going and what the team's got, but my goodness, Cleveland, you've done it again. A phenomenal haul. Yes, I'm sad to see Trevor Bauer go, even after Sunday's um, 
antics, which we'll talk about later. But I'm I'm sad to see him go. But man, what we got in return, it's it, uh, this puts us at the at the top of being prepared to go to the World Series. Like this is incredible. Yeah, I don't think there's one Cleveland Indians fan right now that could be upset with this. Like I'm pumped up, man. Like I want to start. I want to go and see the stretch run. Let's play these good teams. Like I just want to start mashing the ball. Puig and Reyes alone bring 49 homers to that lineup immediately. Right, you know, exactly. It's crazy. So I'm just going to go through some of their stats just kind of so we know how they've been doing this season. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, so Yasiel Puig is 28 years old. He's an outfielder. He's hitting 252, but he's got a slugging percentage of 475, 22 homers, 61 ribbies, and 14 stolen bases this year. He is a free agent at the end of the year. So I'm interested to see what happens. Like, can the Indians offer him a qualifying offer at the end of the year? Can they do that with him? I'm not 100% sure, but I'm sure they're going to do what they can to keep him. Like, yeah. he seems like uh, with Cincinnati, I know last night uh, with Puig, um, he actually was involved in a – Oh, yes, I saw that. I, saw I have it. a thing that he's going to miss a couple of games uh, before he makes his Indians debut. But uh, that's what you get with him. He he's, you know, full of fire. He will defend his teammates. Um, everyone in Cincinnati talked about how um, how great of a teammate he was, how hard he plays, and we we see that he will throw he will throw uh, fisticuffs if need be. Yeah, I mean, I was worried. I think we talked in the last episode. I was a little worried about the culture of the locker room with Puig or mm-hmm. the clubhouse. I mean, but the way Bauer acted in Kansas City. Uh, the way he just kind of has been for the last how many handful of years, I'm like, okay, what am I thinking? Like, they've dealt with that, so I think they can deal with Puig. And like you said, I, I've heard he's been a great teammate. His teammates love him. Well, he's already friends with Carlos Santana, and he's friends with Frankie Lindor. They've all um, – they all know each other. Um, they always joke, and, and I know that there was a picture on social media of uh, Puig and Santana together, smiling, having fun. Um, so I think they're excited to have him here as well. Yeah, and I mean, he's going to slot in to play right field every day. I have a feeling Puig will be our everyday right fielder, probably hitting cleanup for us. And then Fran Reyes is going to get thrown uh, right into that DH spot, and I have him slotted hitting sixth. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that plays out. But back to Puig just for a second. I mean, there has been times where he just gets kind of lazy in the outfield or on the bases. You know, you see balls drop in front of him, but dude, when he is on and he throws that ball, it's you can't almost can't even see it. He's got yeah. a rocket arm. He throws extremely hard. I was watching a clip uh, while I was waiting to uh, join our our call here that he a ball dropped in front of him in right field. He was able to scoop it up, fire it to third, way ahead of the runner, tagged him out, and they were actually able to turn a double play with it. Um, he's got a cannon of a cannon of an arm. He's always had that. But now you add his bat into our lineup, we needed some right-handed hitting. And now we have two home run hitting outfielders. Well, Reyes, I don't see him playing the outfield much, but maybe a spot start here or there. But like you said, what, 49 home runs between the two? Yeah. Yeah, Reyes becomes our, our home run leader right now. He hasn't even played a game yet. Yeah. So speaking of Reyes, he's 24 years old. He hasn't even been in the league for a full season yet. He played 87 games last year in the bigs. He hit 280. His slugging was 498. He had 16 homers and 31 RBIs. This year, he's hitting 255, 
a 536 slugging, an 849 OPS, and he has 27 homers and 46 RBI. And Mike, do check this out. He can't be a free agent until 2024. That's for, that's perfect. That's exactly what we needed. Um, like I said, this guy mashes the baseball. He's a power hitter. I've, I've liked him when I heard San Diego was interested in Bauer. I thought we could get either him or Hunter Renfro or one of their many outfielders. And the fact that we get the younger Reyes and he's under club control through 2024, like that's incredible to me. Yeah, dude, it's just, this doesn't make sense. And I'm looking at the, the Reds and the Padres, like they're pretty much out of contention for the playoffs. I'm like, what are they doing? They're helping the Indians win the Central and overtake the Twins and then go into October and, you know, potentially line up with Boston or New York or Tampa or the hated Astros who continued to load up again today. But you know what? That's why they play the game. Houston may look like the perennial champion on paper, but they've got to play the game. And Cleveland's not going to back down from a challenge. No, and I thought by trading Trevor Bauer, I think I was against it. I talked about it in the last episode. Yep. I wasn't really sure. I, I was leaning more towards don't trade him. But I was like, I don't think you got worse like I originally thought we would by trading Bauer. I think we no, actually got better. I think our lineup gets substantially better. I mean, obviously, we, we've hit a ton of solo home runs this year. I think we actually lead Major League Baseball in solo home runs. It'll be nice now if, if these guys can get on base and – and Reyes and Puig come up and they can, you know, continue to, to hit for power. And, you know, they're going to, you know, Chris Antonetti said that we've acquired a pair of right-handed hitting power bats and they're going to impact the lineup immediately. I know what we've been saying for years. We need right-handed bats. We need right-handed bats. And we got two of them like that. Yep. Just like I that. Understand, I understand Puig could be a rental, but it doesn't matter. It, it, you know, he could be like Jay Bruce for us last year and how many games did Jay Bruce help the Indians win? Yeah, a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, I'm sorry, it was. It was 2016. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. I mean, they must have confidence in Corey Kluber or those young guys to, to take us down the stretch into the playoffs. Because yep. I wonder if that's why, you know, they decided to make this deal. Do you think Bauer's antics had anything to do with this? I want to say no. I think Cleveland realized they, I think they're looking big picture here. Yeah, we picked up Puig for like a rental, and there's a possibility that they can sign him um, at the end of the year, you know, into next year. Um, but I think they knew that they were going to have to fork out some serious money for him, and that wasn't something that they wanted to do. Um, like I think we talked about it in one of our earlier shows. He could potentially make over $20 million with arbitration next oh, year. Bauer? Bauer? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the Indians wanted to do it. Do I think that his antics on Sunday helped make this trade happen? It's possible. I think Cleveland just kind of got tired of it a little bit. Yeah, so I was thinking probably the last straw. Like, we've dealt with it, dealt with it, dealt with it. Okay, we're confident in our other pitchers. We're going to help this team now and for the future. So let's just, let's just make this deal. And for those that don't know what we're talking about, on Sunday, in the fifth inning – uh, Trevor Bauer, upon knowing that he was going to be taken out of the game, Tito Francona was walking onto the field to remove Trevor Bauer from the game. Bauer then turned and fired the ball over the center field wall in Kansas City. That's a no-no. You don't do that. That, that That's a temper tantrum by a grown man. Um, it didn't 
you know, go well with Roberto Perez, who was catching. He gave him a, a definite awkward eye. Mike Freeman was ducking for cover because I think he thought he was going to get hit. Um, Lindor was standing there watching the throw in awe because that is something pretty cool to see. But then Tito Francona came to the mound and, and just pointed. He asked, you know, Bauer, what was he thinking? And, you know, pointed, you know, get out of here. I'll deal with you later. Bauer was quick to apologize. He was quick to admit that he was wrong. But it's still something you don't do. You don't show up your manager. You don't show up your teammates. That's not Cleveland culture. Yeah, so who knows if that really played into anything. Probably not, but still, it's an awesome deal. Now let's talk a little bit more about some of these other guys that the Indians got. I don't know much about – we don't know too much about them, so talk about Logan Allen for a minute. Logan Allen, so he made his major league debut um, earlier this year uh, for San Diego. And let's see here. I'm trying to get his stats real quick. So he was the Padres' number seven prospect, and he was rated 98th overall by MLB Pipeline. He's actually been assigned to AAA Columbus, so he's going to give us some depth. The Padres were pretty high on him. Um, this guy's been dealt quite a bit for some big pitchers over his career. So, uh, you know, he's a lefty, I believe. Yeah, he's 22. He's a lefty. He actually um, was 14-6. and six with a 2.54 ERA between class AA and AAA last year. This year, he's 2-3 and three with a 6.75 ERA in eight games. So we'll see. He's young. But, I mean, I'm hearing, like, they're projecting this guy to be, like, a four-starter, maybe number three. But the way our farm system develops these pitching yeah. pitchers, man, I, who knows? This guy could be the limit for this guy. Look at Bieber. Look at Pestak. Yeah. Look at all these guys that we have, you know? Bieber flew through the minors. I mean, yeah, this guy. Clevenger. Yeah, even Clev, you know. I mean, in 2019, I think you said this, he's 2-3 and three with a 6.75 earn run average. Yeah. Um, but that's in eight games, and he started four of those eight. So he could be a bullpen guy. He could be um, you know, that third or fourth starter for us. So Pretty cool. I know Scott Moss, the, the other pitcher in the deal that the Reds sent us, he's a prospect too and a lefty. And they're pretty, from you know, Indians scouts are, are extremely high on him. Yeah, he's 24. He's 6-5 and five with a 344 ERA this season in AA. Um, but he has a 123 strikeouts and 102 innings. So you'd like to see that. Uh, he was actually rated as the number 12 prospect for the Reds in their minor league system. So Another depth, maybe another guy to develop, another pen guy. So, or maybe he's a starter. He, has, he might be a starter. He was a starter. Yeah, they've assigned him to the Rubber Ducks. That's where he will report. Um, and then, yeah, dude, uh, Victor Nova. He's 19. They're going to send him to the rookie league so that he can continue to develop. But he's 19, and they're really high on him too. Yeah, um, he's he's hitting 330, 17 ribbies, 22 runs, and seven steals in 26 games in the Arizona Rookie League where he's at right now. Oh, I can't wait. So the Indians, obviously, you know, they're making moves. They knew they had to get better in, in certain areas. And, and unfortunately, to give up a guy like Bauer, you didn't know what to expect the return to be. Remember when we dealt, you know, CC Sabathia, and it, it was a great deal that got us, you know, Michael Brantley is the player to be named later, but you had Matt Laporta in that deal. He didn't really turn out to be anything. 
Yeah, I think with Antonetti and Chernoff recently, when they're kind of been in charge, they've been making these pretty good deals of the deadlines the last handful of years. Oh, this is a, this is a win for us, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, Bauer, he kind of was more average this year. He was up and down ever since like May. He's been good, bad, good, bad. I mean, he's 9-8 and eight with a 379 ERA. So, I mean, people are saying he's one of the best pitchers on the he is one of the best pitchers on the team but i don't think he's the best so i think oh i think i think shane bieber kind of overtook that role a little bit this year and i think clevenger if he doesn't get hurt i think he would be one a behind bieber i mean those two guys are awesome for for puig and and reyes to to be added to our 40-man roster the indians put dan otero they transferred him to the 60-day injured list with shoulder inflammation and they put um, Carlos Carrasco, who's dealing with leukemia, he is on the 60-day list as well. So hopefully those guys will be back, you know, late August, early September, and, and they can help when rosters expand. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see this, like, immediately. Hopefully Puig's not suspended for too long oh, it'll be for that. Yeah, it's it's just going to be a couple of games it would be my would be my guess yeah so the indians actually are 10th in runs scored in the american league and they're 11th in home runs so these two power right-handed bats are really going to help right away what do you think the new lineup's going to look like so you got lindor leading off that's not going to change i think you put uh, mercado in center at, at you know hitting in the two hole you put uh, Carlos Lantana at uh, first base, hitting third. Puig and Wright hitting fourth. I think you put Jose Ramirez at third, uh, hitting fifth. Uh, Fran Mil Reyes as the DH hitting sixth. I think you put Jason Kipnis at second base, batting seventh. Roberto Perez, your catcher, hitting eighth. And then Tyler Naquin. Um, in left batting ninth. And I think that's a pretty, pretty good lineup. I mean, I agree with that lineup. The only thing is maybe they would platoon Naquin with Luplo when he's going against lefties. Correct. That's kind of what the, the thought would be. I just know what are the Indians going to do now with, with Jake Bowers and with uh, Greg Allen? Um, you know, you, uh, Allen's been playing really great as of late. Um, I think him as the, as the fourth outfielder, but I, somebody's got to go because you now have Puig and Naquin and Luplo and Allen and Bowers who can play in the outfield. So somebody's got to go, I would think. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's some options on Bowers, obviously, and the Greg Allen. So I'm not too worried about it because we got all these new additions that are going to help the team immediately. Trust Tito. We trust, trust his front office. So You got to uh, keep Bowers because he's your backup first baseman. Yeah. So is him not playing going to hurt him? But I know he's up and down anyway. So yep. I don't know. We'll be talking probably about that here in our next normal episode. Mike, yeah. before I don't want to forget, there was another trade that happened a few days ago. There almost, was a trade. I almost so, forgot about it because all this this big one that just happened oh, last I night. I didn't forget about this trade. I was really excited when I saw it come through. Um, this actually was on Sunday as well, um, even after the Trevor Bauer incident. The Indians made a deal with the Tampa Bay Rays uh, the Tampa Bay Rays sent us a relief pitcher, Hunter Wood, and infielder Christian Arroyo, and the Indians sent back Ruben Cardenas. It's funny, we just talked about Ruben on our pod 
on the Wednesday before talking about how he was tearing it up and with the Lake County captains and then he gets dealt. So kind of, kind of funny there, but uh, yeah, Hunter Wood's going to be a, a very good arm in our pen. His stats this year, he's one and one with a 2.48 earn run average. He's pitched in 19 games and he's actually started two of those. He does have a save and he has 24 strikeouts in 29 innings. So I think this is a pretty good depth piece. Yeah, this was, yeah, man, it's kind of under the radar. The Rays actually selected him with the 29th pick in 2013 draft as well. We'll yep. see. He's just going to bolster that bullpen. We've been relying on a lot of these guys all year. And it's crazy to think how, how good our bullpen has been, but this is going to help maybe relieve the stress, especially on Brad Hand. Absolutely. I'm excited to see that. We also, the Indians also in that deal sent some international slot money for 2019, 2020 yep. to the Rays as well. Well, I think they, I think they, they were nice to the Rays. Anybody that knows the Rays kind of ran into some, some issues with a lot of pitchers and not, them not having options and they've got a bunch of decision, you know, roster decisions that they need to make. So I think they bounced on this and saw an opportunity and made it happen. I mean, Hunter Wood is under contract through 2024. He can be an, a free agent in 2025. <laughs> yeah. Another guy under team control for a long time. The Indians actually assigned him to AAA, um, and then hopefully we will see him here soon. Yeah, we also got Christian Arroyo. Uh, he's 24. He was the Giants' number one pick in 2013. He made his Major League debut a couple seasons ago. Um, this year with Tampa, he's hit 220 with two homers, seven ribbies, and 16 games. Uh, not so hot right off the bat, but in Class AAA this year, he hit 314 with eight homers and 29 RBIs. He's a, he's a young prospect again. He's actually on the 60-day injured list. He's had right forearm tendonitis, so we're not sure if he's going to play the rest of the year, but, man, it's a, I think it's a pretty good deal. If It's funny that you say that. He's actually expected to return to the lineup towards the end of August. So once again, when rosters expand, he could be somebody that we see. Um, he plays third base, shortstop, second base, so he's an infielder type guy. He's got some good pop in his bat. He's just, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Um, but yeah, Christian Arroyo, that, that's a nice pickup for us. Kind of under the radar a little bit, kind of a throw in in the trade, so to speak. And yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to see, you know, Hunter Wood and Arroyo and, and Reyes and Puig, all these guys contribute to this team, hopefully getting to October, getting through the American league and then getting into that world series and getting us the championship that's eluded us for 70-plus years. Yeah, I mean, we got Christian Arroyo, Hunter Wood, Fran Mil Reyes, Yasiel Puig, Logan Allen, Victor Nova, and Scott Moss for Trevor Bauer and Ruben Cardenas. I would say that's a pretty good trade deadline. That, that's a phenomenal trade deadline. Kudos to the Indians' front office. Once again, I think they, they shocked us all. I don't think anybody expected that deal Sunday night with, with Puig and, and Reyes and Bauer. I mean, that, that shocked a lot of people, and people are still talking about it today. You know, the Indians didn't do anything else today, which is good. That means they're satisfied with what they were able to accomplish with these two trades that they made. And now we, we put it in the players' hands and, and let them play some games. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Like the Blue Jays, they only got like two decent prospects, not even inside the Major League Top 100 for Marcus Stroman. You know, yeah. but the haul we got for Bauer, it's crazy. 
you know, this is why our front office has to be one of the top three in all of baseball. They're wizards, man. They got they're magicians, wizards. I think they're underappreciated. But man, look at look at what they do or what what the, yeah. look what they have done, what they are doing. Dude, I'm excited, man. I don't know about you. I'm just ready to just roll these last couple months, beat the twins, let's get in the playoffs and let's do some damage. We gotta make up for yeah. the last couple of years. We do, and we're you know, we're three games back going into tonight. We got Houston in town. Let's uh, Houston made a huge, huge uh, trade at the at the deadline. Kind of after the deadline, they picked up Zach Greinke, so that's another quality arm for them. But like I said before, they look good on paper, but we have to play the games. Let you know we got Zach Plesac on the mound tonight. Danny Salazar is going tomorrow. I cannot wait to see his start. I know he's limited to seventy pitches and. Um, Adam Plutko will be ready to go in case Salazar can't go, you know, or gets knocked out early. Man, I'm excited. We've got Houston in town. The Indians have a nine-game, you know, homestand right now. This is where we make up ground and and catch the Twins and, and get into the October season. Hey, guys, if you hadn't had a chance to go check out our presenting sponsor, Redemption Fitness and Sports Performance, you better go do it. They're awesome. They're located in Cuyahoga Falls, and they're all about weightlifting, endurance, old-school training, and speed and flexibility. And this is achieved through high-intensity interval training with strength and barbell work. So you got to check them out at www.rfspgym.com or give them a call at 330-294-9555. So, Mike, thanks for calling in, doing this emergency pod with me. It's exciting. The tread dial line trade deadline is over now it's time to play some baseball we're both ready to go dude i can't wait and uh you'll be hearing from us soon guys absolutely folks have a wonderful evening and uh, we'll see you next time who keeps you cheering year after year who's got the ballpark the best is all right here who's got the fans with so much cleveland pride who's talking